0: High Noon with George Hook. News
1: Talk 106 to 108.
0: All right. Uh, now I need, I'm joined by Kira Kelly, but I need your help, right? I was talking to Maggie Red- Redshaw, who's a professor in Oxford on, of, from the National Perinatal and Ep- Epidemiology or whatever. Epidemiology, yeah. Thanks very much. Say it again. Epidemiology. Right, thank you. I couldn't pronounce it. Now, there's an interesting change happening on the Hook Health Checkup. Is there More and more people are asking my advice yes. rather than yours.
1: <laughs> yes, that, that's very edifying for me after yeah. 25 years in medicine. Now, you can
0: send in your questions to 53106 for Dr. Kelly and myself, Pete in Kerry, George he says. (laughs) But anyway, this is interesting. Rash on the upper lip becomes more apparent after shaving. He's got it for about a year. Shaving is the worst thing you can do for a rash.
1: Well it is. Draw a yeah. beard. Well there is that or uh, I'm going to let you try for this one. What do you think you might be able to put on topically George that was <laughs>
0: We're not putting on a topical steroid. We would.
1: He's got dermatitis from shaving on his lip. It's drying his skin and it's scraping away all the oils and well, nutrients. Well he is putting
0: moisturiser on he's just not putting the right stuff. It's
1: not enough. Um, okay. He needs to avoid soap. He needs to use moisturiser. He probably needs to use a shaving balm and things like that but yeah, he probably he could grow a moustache or a beard. But a topical steroid. I'm sorry, but that's what actually will fix this. That's actually what will work. I, I,
0: normally, we we go on for about five minutes before she introduces
1: <laughs> Kelly's
0: topical steroid I actually cream.
1: should bring one out, shouldn't yeah. I? Yeah.
0: Now, this one again. George, extreme pain in both feet, ankles and the Achilles for five years. But it is severe, extreme, in fact. Five GPs, two sports therapists, a podiatrist, podiatrist and an orthopedic surgeon,
1: and an MRI. They're all clear. This is really hard for this person because they have chronic pain in, in their lower legs, you know, so their feet, ankles, Achilles, all that kind of stuff. Quick answer. There is no quick answer to yeah. this, George. Probably physiotherapy, orthotics, and maybe managing footwear and, and pronation. And, well, well, pronation, pronation is just the the, the turning inwards of, yeah. of of your foot. Sort of, I don't mean pointing your toes in like a Flat pigeon feet. toes, maybe not. But he, surely got all thing. these experts, would but, but usually that. what he needs is physio, probably in an orthotic, uh, and those sort of things will be on an ongoing basis. Unfortunately, very likely he may also need. Regular paracetamol or something like that for the pain, and he may in fact need intermittent anti inflammatories because there's something going on, and it may just be his his design of his feet is not quite right, and but there's nothing much can be done. I,
0: I actually have some expertise in this, believe it or not, um, because flat footedness runs in in my family. Okay. Um, it, the thing is, like, you can just some people just have a problem with their feet, yeah, and do. therefore they get pain.
1: Yeah, they do. One of my one of my kids does actually is kind yeah. of constant problems. Come here, you're limping, Doctor Hook.
0: I have um, a trapped nerve. You know what it's called. You had some big word for
1: it. Well, it's just probably sciatica, is it? Well, it's a sciatic type pain, but it's caused by a trapped nerve. Well, that's sciatica is, is, is the pain of, of your sciatic nerve being pinched. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I can see it in you.
0: Yeah, well, I, I'm, unfortunately, all the really good doctors are retired now. <laughs> so we have to get young ones like who don't know what they're doing. Anyway, my daughter's 36, swollen itchy eyes, drops, no good. Why is everybody getting swollen, itchy eyes?
1: Well, swole, Including me. swollen, itchy eyes is an allergy. It's, it's an allergic reaction of the eyes. It's, you know, it's it's what we used to call hay fever. Hay fever's kind of fallen out of favour as a term, but that's what it is. I would suggest antihistamines here. Antihistamines are important and it may even also involve doing something like putting a little bit of Vaseline along your lashes as well as the drops. Um, and also probably when you're going out and about around the place, you may even want to wear sunglasses.
0: I had... Um my my favorite uh ophthalmic surgeon, my eye doctor in during the week, uh, doctor uh, Kilmartin, and he said that vitamins are very important in relation to your vision because somebody is having semi regular eye tests and eyes appear to be slowly. Deteriorating, I would suggest, needs to go to a Dr. Kilmartin type figure and get a real investigation.
1: Well, there's no harm in getting a regular proper eye check, you're right. And as people get older, a lot of people experience a thing called age-related macular degeneration, which is a big mouthful, but it it basically means it's an age-related deterioration of your eyesight. And one of the things, you are quite right, that that, uh, help protect against that are uh vitamins and there's vitamins you can get specifically for the eyes. Uh one of the brands is called MacuShield, but 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 there are other brands as well and they are totally sort of designed to give you the best amount of and the right kind of combination of vitamins to protect Dar- your eyesight. What,
0: what Derek Kilmartin said last week was that people don't go to guys like him and unlike you, he's not touting for business. Um, what? You're, you're, you're always touting for the Would GP fraternity. You Jeez. send every second person to and a GP. Oh, listen. But Dr. Kilmartin said too many people leave serious eye difficulties until too late.
1: He's absolutely right. I had a man come into me once in the surgery and he said, I have a problem with one of my eyes. And I said, All oh right, what's happening with it? He says, I've lost the vision in it. And I said, acutely like it just went he goes yeah about five days ago I just went blind in one eye it took him five days to come in at which stage we couldn't do anything Um, you know I don't know what was happening before that if he had any kind of harbingers that it was actually going to happen but he had a little clot to his eye and he lost the vision but he didn't turn up to have anything done about it for days we really should value our vision because without your vision you, you are disabled it's a huge thing
0: All right. All these people are now scratching niching. itching. I this fellow wakes up in the morning scratching his ribs. I spent the half the night awake scratching. I I actually uh got a long stick and start scratching my back. This is called something something age skinning.
1: It's <laughs> It's called senile pruritus is what I think the word you're looking for is as our skin ages okay let's just be very clear as our skin ages it dries it becomes less elastic and because of that it becomes more sensitive and more easily irritated and it gets itchy it's not the sort of nice moist you know a baby skin is moist and supple and soft Well I have
0: to this morning I was scratching between my shoulder blades with a stick
1: (laughs) I have a vision now in my head of that Um, No soap Stop the soap Soap substitutes like silicox base to wash with or Things that are suitable for eczema, lots of moisturiser. I think we should actually get. But well, how
0: can I put moisturiser retirement between retirement groups. We how? should
1: campaign that they get together, take off their tops, and put moisturiser on each other's backs. That's what now
0: you're talking th- my kind of language.
1: That's <laughs> what we need to have some kind of a support yeah, group for I'll older, d- pain, yeah, I'll older people moisturising.
0: I'd be Dan Dunleary uh, <laughs> telling all the all the ancients take off their tops. Camp, fantastic. Here's a very worrying Antihistamines one.
1: Antihistamines as well, George. Yeah. Is there a genetic factor to strokes? Uh, Yes and no. 10 um,
0: is 28 now. I know
1: and I'm clearly worried. There are two types of main two main types of strokes. One is a hemorrhagic stroke where you bleed into the brain and one is a stroke that's caused by a clot. The hemorrhagic strokes can be caused by familial things because if you have very high blood pressure that could be a cause of those or if you're unfortunate and have a thing called an aneurysm which does run in families sometimes where you have a little defect in a blood vessel that can be caused that can cause strokes as well. So, so those can certainly be linked um, and the clots unfortunately can too. Some people are predisposed to clotting or some people people wouldn't necessarily even have a problem of predisposition to clotting but in the same way heart disease is a problem they might have high cholesterol or they might be predisposed.
0: Well, should Anne age 28 be going to a cardiologist?
1: Well, here's the thing. If if you have a family history and you know what type of strokes they are, you may need an MRA which is, a, it's like an MRI but there's an angiogram to it so they actually look at the blood vessels. So if there's a question of, of aneurysms, you may need that test done. And if you're somebody who has a strong family history of heart attacks and strokes, the kind of clotting version of strokes, as you get older you may benefit from being on something like aspirin. You know, We, we put people yeah. on aspirin, George, to prevent heart attacks and stuff. Well, they can also help right. with people who have strokes
0: now Shane thinks he has now anybody who thinks they have something with more than 16 letters in it probably doesn't have it so <laughs> is Shane that, is that the rule of thumb yeah rule of thumb Shane says hey, I think I have hemochromatosis.
1: Hemochromatosis, yeah he doesn't well <laughs> We can't say uh, that. Should he he be worried? Well, haemochromatosis, actually, we should nearly cover it in more depth on the program because, well, it's also known as the Celtic disease because we have such a high predisposition to it here in Ireland genetically. It is excess iron being stored in the body. So, so, yeah. So instead of of us having kind of normal iron levels, a lot of Irish people have high, elevated iron levels, and that can be difficult for their livers and they can have problems like that. he needs to find out whether he has it or not and then what happens Suppose he does have it well then we monitor his blood count and we monitor his liver function and depending on what's going on some people have a thing called George Venisection do you know what that is where they take off a pint of blood? Have you heard of that? was
0: bleeding Yes. <laughs> they did it with George III they who they thought <laughs> was mad.
1: But I'm not quite sure that he had hemochromatosis. I'm not sure was any benefit to him. He had porphyria, didn't he? But anyway, the, the the reality of it is 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 that it's not something that he needs to worry unduly about. It's very, very common. But I would suggest that it needs to be managed if he does have it. He needs to be attending very possibly a hepatologist and certainly a GP.
0: What about John and me He's 18. He's had eczema since birth. Mm. Now, he's taking E45, which is helping, but is he ever going to grow out of eczema?
1: Truthfully, if he's had it ever since he was 18 and he hasn't grown no, out... No, ever
0: since he was a baby, too 18.
1: But he is 18. Yeah. If he's 18 and he still has it, the chances of him growing out of it are limited. So he needs to manage it, George. Um, how do you manage it? Well, it's all the stuff that we advise pretty much every week. It's about um, using the right stuff to wash with, so no soap. It's about moisturising very, very regularly and it's about managing the flare-ups. And flare-ups are managed through a combination of steroids and antibiotics, topically, generally speaking.
0: All right. Listen, poor old Shane Glendogiri with his suspected hemochromatosis. Did you tell him he's OK or what did you tell him?
1: I just told him that he's, he needs to... <laughs> you don't even listen to the no, answers no, at no. all. No. I told him that it needs to be managed. He should go and see his GP. and well, he, may, he doesn't have it. He may... Well, you don't, you don't know whether... He, he may
0: not have it then.
1: But he's asking us what does he do if he does have it. Let's 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 answer the questions that so the people the good do, people are sending no, he, in. He
0: didn't ask us, he said should I be worried?
1: Well the answer is no because worry never makes anything any better Um, but he should attend a GP and he may need if he does have it to see a hepatologist he will need regular blood counts and liver function tests to be done on him to maintain good health I'm really good on
0: the next topic are you? well I just leave it to you well I dated a girl once whose father was a hearing aid specialist really? yes (laughs) so a 62 year old man is told he may need hearing aids are they expensive And, and will he have to replace them every couple of years or what?
1: Are you taking this or am I taking no, this? No,
0: well I don't think the girl I was dating it was her father was the expert. So so,
1: so, your expertise is thinner than you've led us to believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, they are expensive unfortunately. Um, the HSC does fund them for some people but not for everybody uh, and they often run into the thousands. People would often spend about 6,000 euros on, on a hearing aid. Um, one of the things I would suggest is If you need a hearing aid, I think you should get one. And and even though they do need to be replaced every few years, um, and it's hard to say exactly how frequently. Why? Like, but 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 bear in mind, not being able to hear is another form of disability. Absolutely. And here's the thing that you don't realize: not being able to hear has really negative impacts on your mental health yeah. because if you're in a group of people and you don't know what they're saying you become isolated Correct. you become withdrawn and people actually it's been stu- this is in studies has been shown people become a little bit paranoid because they can't hear people yeah. are saying people sure. are laughing and everything but around the them and they it, get very yeah. uncomfortable socially
0: yeah the big advantage of the hearing aid is like if I was around you I'd be able to take the hearing is that aid re- is out. that it is yeah. that it hook? Yeah. well that's charming now there's a couple here though is it okay this is the Jane Fonda horseman you know you've fast for a day. This is Balderash,
1: isn't it? Answer yes. The, or no. Well, the question is, is because you didn't really give the question. The question is, is is it okay to fast now and again? They've been reading up on fasting. It kind of is, but here's the thing, right? It's kind of okay to fast. Nothing you any harm, and if you only fast intermittently, you may in fact be you know healthier than if you're overeating all the time and all that stuff. So we're not saying it's terrible, but what tends to happen with these five two diets and the five two diet, George, you have where,
0: four eggs, 3 sausages. Well, on the and days where the you next don't, day.
1: yeah, when yeah. you don't fast, you're ravenous and you overeat, and what happens oh, right. is you don't lose weight; you maintain. Your weight at right. best, but half the time you're bloody starving. Why didn't you say
0: horsemen? You're at the beginning. Eat and in it moderation, saved us people. Because that's the, not my way. There's this twenty six year old. <laughs> Is there anything I can do to stop going bald? No. No. Uh,
1: there are no, no, no. There's nothing you can change. Stop.
0: Your parents. If, if it, almost certainly your father went bald as well.
1: Um. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. There are treatments afterwards if you are going bald. There are topical treatments, um, and there are also hair transplants. But you'd have to remortgage your house for them. I mean, I mean they do work, but they're massively expensive. No,
0: just go bald. There's nothing wrong with being bald. The women are absolutely entranced by bald men.
1: It's completely true. Now
0: this is another horsemenure question. We got a good few horsemenure ones today. This fella is worried. The wife is telling him. <laughs> Wife is telling him he's in danger because he's drinking two cups of coffee and four cups of tea. Do we agree, Horseman?
1: Well, there is too much caffeine, but you and I are both caffeine fiends, so we're probably the last people he should be asking. Caffeine does have an effect on your blood pressure; it raises it. It does have an effect on your heart rate; it raises it. So, too much caffeine is kind of, and makes you anxious and gives you palpitations. Two cups
0: and four cups. Of, two cups <laughs> of coffee and four cups of tea. <laughs> I
1: gone, mean, your God voice God has see. gone up
0: an octave, George, with the shock. I just listen. <laughs> what get off the stage. Tell the wife. Tell the wife to buzz off. All right, thanks to Doctor Kira Kelly back in next Monday. But if your hearing aid is working, you can tune in to our new show, Alive and Kicking, here on News Talk on Sunday mornings at nine a.m.